Hi, this is Dan Cassetta. Welcome to Flashback Friday on Changing Lives, Selling Knives. This podcast was created to share inspiring stories from people who are positively impacting the world using lessons and skills they first learned from selling Cutco knives with Vector Marketing Corporation. Episodes feature some of Cutco's most prominent alumni and top achieving current leaders. Flashback Friday is your chance to hear a short piece of one of my favorite past episodes. We'll hand select the best nuggets to share with you in this short form. The lessons of the Cutco Vector experience are numerous, are compelling, and are real world concepts for business and life. Thanks for pressing play. Let's get on with today's flashback. Today, we are flashing back to episode number 110 with Elizabeth D'Alto who is known for her raw, honest, and nuanced approach to spirituality and the healing arts. After a successful stint as a sales rep and manager with Cutco Vector, Elizabeth found herself in the fitness industry. While success there is often linked to personal appearance, Elizabeth discovered a much greater link to success that was based on learning to love, trust, and accept oneself fully. Today, through her coaching, speaking, writing, and podcast, Elizabeth is on a mission to improve the lives of women all over the world by helping them redefine rules, expectations, culture, and conditioning, and truly understand the link between self-acceptance and true fulfillment. In this short snippet, Elizabeth shares some of the core principles that she feels are most important for others to internalize. She explains the concept of embodiment and recognizing your own body's wisdom as well as the insight of resonance versus dissonance and how these ideas can help any of us to find our zone of genius, where we are truly doing what we are each built for in life. This is an incredibly deep and thought-provoking section of our original podcast, and if you enjoy this short snippet, I highly recommend revisiting our full conversation at episode number 110. Whenever you get value from a CLSK episode, please share it with others and consider supporting one of our sponsors by visiting changinglivespodcast.com slash deals. You'll find deals there for Organifi, something I use all the time, as well as Brain Fuel and Good Weather Wine, which were founded and run by Cutco Vector alums. All right, now on to the wisdom and energy of Elizabeth D'Alto. Let's talk about some of the principles that you feel like are important for others to internalize. Yeah. So the core, like one of the biggest things ever since day one, when I started Wild Soul Movement was the concept that everything you've ever needed has always been inside of you. Mm -hmm. And people will sometimes ask me, why do you say it like that? Why do you say everything you've ever needed has always been inside of you instead of just everything you need is inside of you? And it's because I really want to emphasize for people that it's always been that way. Mm-hmm. It's always been that way. Like we literally come in, we're each perfect in our own expression. And then we go to school and we have to compete and we have to get grades and we have to do this and we have to follow that rule. And we start to learn and all this programming and conditioning and these standards and these ideas and these beliefs get piled onto us and we internalize that. And we end up functioning as adults in so many ways that we've agreed to but that aren't actually rooted in the truth of who we are. Mm -hmm. And I remember like, so the, the personal development path vector got me started on that too. I remember reading like 
the power of positive thinking and how to win friends and influence people. And, you know, Matthew Kelly, whatever, you know, his original book was and hearing things like, if you're not growing, you're dying. And it's like, yes. And it's not just mindset. It's not just learn more, do better. It's also, you have to peel back and question everything that you've been told to go, is this actually true for me? Mm -hmm. Or have I just did a teacher or a parent or a religion or something tell me it was? And I just went along with it because I was too, I didn't know what I didn't know. Right. Right. So to kind of deconstruct and reconstruct what is true for you, what's actually aligned for you, what makes you feel more like yourself rather than like a carbon copy or an, a literal offspring of someone else and other people. Yeah. How does somebody see those things? So I, I think this is one of those things that's in an area of life that we don't even see, mm -hmm. that maybe people observing us see these things about us. Maybe people with vast, you know, more experience or more knowledge of this sort of space understand and can educate us. But I think that for a lot of people, they, they don't even see these things about themselves. And how do they increase their awareness? How do they learn? So this is why I got so deeply into the embodiment, right? And a, another one of the principles that I talk about a lot is you need to spend time getting out of your head and into your body because your head is where all the programming and conditioning lives. Mm -hmm. The body is where the truth lives. And one of the things I also talk about with this is the difference between judgment and discernment. You know, a lot of personal development and spiritual things will teach you to try not to be judgmental. And the thing is judgment, the reason why is because judgment is constantly evaluating things. It's placing value. This is good. That's bad. That's better. That's worse. And it's so much of it is like subjective things. Again, like we all get to have preferences, but that doesn't mean it's necessarily right or wrong. So discernment just says, yes, that's for me or no, it's not. And your body will tell you that. Mm -hmm. Everyone has signals, intuition, instincts, feelings in their body. Everyone's had an experience of walking into a room and getting a funky feeling and being like, ooh, what's going on in here? Right. Discernment is, do you listen to that or do you not? And hmm. the body's wisdom, then you'll start looking around and the mind will start being like, oh, well, maybe it's that or maybe it's this or maybe it's this, which takes a lot of energy. Yes. But when you're connected to your body and you're letting that guide you first, and then making your choices, okay, well, you know, this isn't for me. Then you can evaluate or whatever later, but to just include the body's wisdom mm -hmm. is a big piece rather than just using your mind, your mental, your mindset, what you think you know. Because the other thing is the brain. Like if you ever geek out on neuroscience, we are only using such a small fraction of our brains. Like we have awareness unconscious awareness of so many things. So part of these practices as well, part of what I do is helping people to kind of tap into so that they could be sensing, like they could just be using more of their senses to glean information than just logic and rationale to be processing things. Yeah. The other thing that I wanted to add is, I, I remember actually my first introduction to these in some management training, I think we did the DISC assessment but another thing that could really help people discover who they really are, all these types of personality assessments, Myers-Briggs, Enneagram, DISC, I personally am always drawn towards more esoteric things. So things like astrology, human design, anything that's going to give us little clues about who we are and how we're built. Because we're all built so differently. And not only does it give us the insight of who we are and how we're built, it is, reminds us how different we are from everybody else. 
So when we get kind of stubborn and stuck in those needs to be right about this is the way it should be, or I do it this way and this is better, it just gives us a lot of compassion and space to allow other people to have their own experiences when we can remember like, oh, I'm built very uniquely from you. I might see things this way. You might see it. It helps us to want to listen. Also helps us to see our deficiency. Strengths finders, that's good. And you know, even as a manager, or if anyone listening to this is a manager, management trainee, or something like that, some of us are really good at some things and really crappy at other things. And instead of trying to get good at the things we're not great at, we really just need to get the support. Someone out there absolutely rocks at the thing that we are so bad at. Right. And it's, it's so much better to fill in that puzzle piece rather than to keep trying to be good at something that you're just not going to be. Yes, that's so true. You said something, uh, Elizabeth, about learning who we are and how we're built. Mm -hmm. Learning who we are and how we're built. I would love if you could unpack that a little bit more. Like, yeah. wh where does that come from? Okay, so I'll give you an example. Uh, and so again, this you'll see where like my geekery comes from. My Myers-Briggs, if you, people are familiar with that, I'm an ENFJ. So I'm extroverted, intuitive, feeling person. And the last letter of the J is for judging. I do like structure and organization, right? Like I'm going to be a person, I'm going to be on time. Even in Los Angeles, I'm like the only person that's ever on time for anything in Los Angeles. In astrology, I'm a Virgo sun, Capricorn moon, Gemini rising. That might not mean anything to other people, but to people who get astrology will be like, oh yes, this person loves and is excellent at communication, loves structure and order, hard worker, loves progress, super disciplined when it comes to things that I'm passionate about, could not care less when it comes to things that I'm not, right? Right. There's this other system called human design. I'm what's called a manifesting generator. That means not only do I have the energy to like create the things that I want to create, but I'm literally going to go out there and do it. Mm -hmm. One of the things I've mentored people, entrepreneurs for many years now too, that I always remind people, and we see this, I, I've thought about this for management training. So often in management training, before people like get into their own office and are running their own things, you would see them literally just being like a parrot of their manager. Even like, I remember seeing people like run interviews and using the same like hand gestures, voice inflection as their manager, because they're just, they're mimicking. And that's a right. step in learning, right? right? But then when you come into your own, you're like, okay, this is actually how I want to say that, or this is how I move my body, how I stand in space, how I express myself. So, you know, I always would remind people who would come to me for mentoring, you know, let's look up your human design. Let's see how you're built because you might not have my level of like energy and ability to like do so like my capacity is immense. Not everyone has that capacity. And, but I'm like a doer. Some people are more magnetic. Like I have friends who just, I don't know how they do it. They just get all these referrals. They barely even have a website and their client roster is always full, you know? So like those are, I'm just giving you some examples and putting them in context mm -hmm. of like these little personality things. I don't live and die by these things, but it's just nice to know, oh, that is like inherent to who I am. Right. It's like, good communicator. Like there are some things it's, it's nature versus nurture, right? Of course, there are things that we're naturally good at and naturally inclined towards. Of course we can train in anything. Another good context for this. Have you ever read or heard of the book, the big leap by Gay Hendricks? No, I have not. This is a, an amazing book that I think vector people would actually love because he talks about these four zones, the zone of incompetence, the zone of competence, the zone of excellence, and the zone of genius. And the zone of genius is when you're literally in that place of doing what you're like built for, meant for, comes easily to you and you love it. Right. And a lot of people get stuck in the zone of excellence because they have trained and because they're so good at some things because they've learned to be. 
and they never touch the genius because they're stuck in the excellence. Mm. So this is what I mean, you know, like, are you introvert or are you extrovert? Like, do you, is it hard for you? Like I would imagine I'm obviously very extroverted, but I need a lot of downtime. Like if I am going to be in like a big group of people, I then need to go be on my own for quite a while. Right. I like both. You know, some people are mixed. They call it ambivert. But these types of things, learn about yourself. See what resonates for you. See what really does it, right? Like resonance and dissonance are kind of two really good cues for you as well. Like if there's ever some people that you just don't like, you can't put your finger on it, you can't explain it, you don't need to. (laughs) Exactly. But you can notice patterns too. Huh. It's this certain type of thing in a person. What is that? Ah arrogance, entitlement, you know, you know, whatever is the quality and you could just accept. And, and this is what it all comes to. Then you could just accept these things about yourself instead yes. of fighting them. Yes. It just frees people. People spend so much of their lives trying to be something that they're not in so many ways. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's flashback episode of Changing Lives, Selling Knives, you can find the full episode and show notes at changinglivespodcast.com. You can also sign up there to receive free resources from me and some of our amazing guests. If you click on the deals link on our podcast page, you'll see some tremendous offers from our podcast sponsors. Please consider rating or reviewing us on your podcast player and hit the subscribe button so future episodes are automatically downloaded directly to your device. This is Dan Cassetta signing off. We'll be back in a few days for our next story about changing lives.